Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. You want a beer? Always. Talk to other detailing professionals about what you do? Wow. Come to Mobile Tech Expo 2022. We'll save a seat for you up on stage so you can enjoy a cold beer and some community. Sheldon, what can you tell us about the Pints of Polishing podcast being with Mobile Tech Expo 2022? So this is something we started in 2020, kind of on a whim. You and I were just talking about it. I thought it was a good idea. We'll have a stage set up and um, Marshall and his team will be you know, recording all day. And there's also a bar right there. So you can come by and get a free beer. But you're going to have to get up there and talk to Marshall about, you know, what you learned at the show or why you come to the show or what you think people need to know about the show that they miss. So you got to, you know, talk a little bit, but there's a free beer in it for you. So I think it's pretty cool. And I hope a lot of people take advantage of it. There's definitely it started in Vegas of 19. Oh, it was and, Vegas, uh, right. Yeah. And we just kept yelling community out all over the place. 2020 everybody said the same thing it just it becomes a big party a lot of people come around it's a great time while you're intermixing with all the different other uh places there that you can go to the different booths stop by grab a beer and uh let's have some community absolutely cheers to that (laughs) sheldon where people register for mobile tech expo uh, everything is at mobiletechexpo.com. Uh, if you want to save 15%, you know, get a little bit off, uh, use code PINTS, P-I-N-T-S, and that'll save you the 15% off the expo floor or the full education day uh, pass. So make sure you take advantage of that and sign up soon. We are thinking the education day could sell out. So get those passes sooner than later. All right, Sean, thanks so much, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Take care. Hi, welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall, and I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me on TikTok at HyperClean Store, or if you're in Facebook, visit HyperClean Specialist Facebook group. Best way to get in touch, though, shoot me a text direct, 918-800-1188. Joined today by Sean and Greg, and we are looking forward to this fun discussion. Greg can be found on most platforms at Masterson's Wax, but he is also on TikTok and loves to be there. Masterson's Car Care. Best way to get in touch, though, 562-335-2053. Joined also with Sean. Sean is from Orbis X. You can find him at Orbis X Inc. on Facebook. Best way to get in touch, though, shoot him an email, sean at orbisx.ca. And, guys, I am uh, saddened to say that I had to break my little bit of a tradition as I've been going through the uh, Sam Adams (laughs) big holiday Mm, well stockpile of beer that i found yesterday's beer was just so bad i am like you know what i can oh. get through it today. yeah it's just you, you ever have one of those drinks where you're just like okay i cannot do that again it, this was a porter and it was just so this morning i grabbed one that i had found this past weekend that i really enjoyed it was in the beer fridge it's from anthem brewing which is a uh local here to us in oklahoma it's called profits nice. of haze so it's a really oh, nice man. uh Nice chill drink. It's a hazy IPA, so you'll see it kind of pour out real nice uh, with a, yeah. a little bit of gold, I guess. I don't know. Hazy. Gold. Sean, have you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, Greg. I mean, Greg, have you have you made a drink that you just go, oh, that was horrible? No, 
because what? I follow the directions and I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like, oh, you know, I know this will just taste great. You know how people are just like, uh, you're not like freestyling it. No, you never freestyle. You no, always no. follow the ingredients and directions. Yes. To, like, you would be, see. you would be the bartender with the little giblet thing or whatever. Oh man, that's terrible. It's called a jigger. It's called a jigger. And here's the secrets of cocktails that I learned. I learned this from one of my favorite bartenders because I was going there like every, like two times a week, every week for like years. And so I found out a secret recipe and the secret recipe was two, Mm. one, one of everything. So you want to make a cocktail, you just take the liquor, two ounces of that liquor, and then an ounce of something else, and then another ounce of something else. So uh, let's say that you were going to make a, a, you know, a raspberry mojito, you could just do two ounces of the rum, an ounce of the simple syrup, and then maybe an ounce of some raspberry syrup. And then, and then boom, that's the thing. And you could just take the two one one and that's like almost what every cocktail is made out of. (laughs) So I was like, Oh, wow. That's (laughs) That's amazing. That's a good life hack right there. Take it. Hey, that one's free for everybody too. Yeah. The podcast is a hundred percent free. You know, that one was especially free. That was like an extra bonus. Yeah. 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 Uh, All right. So anybody seen, because to me, this is what's been uh, really fun is to watch what different detailers will post uh, during black Friday, cyber Monday through the whole weekend. Uh, but, uh, Sean, am I bad? Are you drinking something today? Because you know yeah. you normally sip on something. I always forget to ask you. Always something special. Today, actually, it's raspberry vodka. So yeah, but it's regular vodka with raspberries added later. So it's uh, yeah, it's clear that way. It looks like I'm drinking water during the day. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we're spo- We're today we're sponsored by the uh, the corporate uh, conglomerate <laughs> giants of Starbucks. The Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> Oh, have you seen that advertising fail where they park their van and then they close the van door? And so where it says like star, but the when the door closed, the S and then the end of bucks. So it says star sucks. Oh. Yeah, so it's, it, it has the star logo, whatever they have. And then it says sucks. That's just terrible planning. All right. So one of the uh, one of the posts that I've seen regularly from guys was this big purchase that many detailers got on this heart vacuum. I mean, mm. it seemed like everybody, there was even people making memes, uh, showing Simpson uh, sitting at the bar and all these different vacuums are around them. Like, it seems to be the thing that so many people have purchased this year. Uh, anything that you guys have purchased that stood out, that's been your favorite Black Friday purchase? First of all, what was this heart vacuum deal? No idea, man. Okay. It was something like, because maybe it was like a discount, right? But so many people kept buying it. I don't know why I didn't look into it. I just kept seeing it. People always posting it. You know, the heart vacuum, it's sold at Walmart. It's, uh, it's, it's just, it's online, you know? And I, I tell detailers this, this is something super important. If you want to have success in detailing, you got to use unique stuff that people don't have. And, and if you're using a heart vacuum that everybody's got, People are going to be like, oh, I can vacuum my own car. But if you just got some crazy vacuum, now you go to a customer's house, what is that? Oh, I'm paying you to suck out dirt out of my car with this crazy looking vacuum. Super impressive. Uh, I actually got a lot of compliments on a stainless steel vacuum that I used to have. 
that was the uh. yeah customers would be like whoa what kind of vacuum is that dude that's a stainless steel vacuum dude it's like yeah it's we've great. got something similar at our shop it's uh it's a dupre but it's it's the inx and uh the vacuum actually sucks on it we bought it for the steamer but uh it, it was like six thousand dollars and we can take out gum and all kinds of stuff we do some commercial jobs like we'll go places where they have like gum on seats and stuff you know like stadiums things like that um so it's, it has paid for itself but it mostly just sits there in the shop and people see it and they're like, oh man, that's amazing. Like it's, it's not even in the back where we're doing work. It's it's yeah, near the front where people see it. But Marty, maybe you can find out about this heart deal, what the deal was. I think it was just a discount. I mean, it wasn't really so much about the vacuum. For me, it was just how many people were buying it and it was crazy. We're talking so about it. Yeah. Curious, you know, what anything that you guys have bought that's been just, you know, I, I normally will buy TVs here and there, but okay, I, okay, you know, yeah, I, I got uh, a couple of deals. I did, I got some good stuff. I will say that the Black Friday deals this year, they really did suck. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, That's like, what I saw. Too. Uh, there was, there was these meme, these meme pictures, and it was like, it was the guy from Blackheart, and it was like a barbecue or black, not, uh, uh not Blackheart, um, the, the movie with the, the Scottish, what? No, the, the Scottish movie with, uh, the warrior movie fuck forgot braveheart 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 yeah, i was going through all the different parts i know right I think they, so braveheart it's like a picture of a barbecue and it's like 2.99 and then it's like hold and then the next day when <laughs> thursday 2.99 hold and then like it says black friday and then it's the same barbecue 2.99 <laughs> it's like the same price and then boom they go <laughs> and they went, and they, they, i don't know it was just still hold but I got yeah. two good deals. Um, you know, I think last time we were talking about the Dr. Squatch. I bought some Dr. Squatch. soap. it was a really good deal. And I think we were talking about how they had me on this Dr. Squatch soap with the deal. Right. And I was going to buy it. It was, it was a, it was a good looking deal. And then all of a sudden on Friday, that same deal that was already 40% off a code popped up. It was like, take an extra 20. And I was like, oh, oh man, I can't like, oh, well, no, you can't. I just, yeah. I just, I just, uh, it was over there. And then I, I just, I just, I, I just splurged that $45 and boom. Got oh me. man. So now much got soap. soaps and soaps. And so yeah, yeah. So much soap. And you know, I did also score a good one. I got some Allen Edmonds leather shoes and mm. they were normally $3.99 and they were 50% off. They were $1.99. I had to swoop that. So yeah, that's, that's decent. That's decent. That was a good one. And the funny thing is, is that, that was like a day. That was like Thursday. And then on Black Friday, they were $400 again. So I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, uh, what? You know what I mean? And sometimes you look at websites and find good deals like that. I was on Allen Edmonds and I saw a pair of shoes that was normally 400. And for some reason it said 180. And I was like, that seems kind of weird. I just, I, I called the store that it was at and I bought it. And the guy, I told the guy, I said, these are, they says they're 180. And the, the sales guy was like, wait, what? And he kind of checked. He's like, huh? <laughs> and I, and he's like, yeah, you should buy you were that. Like, buy now, buy now, <laughs> buy now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they yeah, change those, it, no doubt. Those were my good deals. Of the day. Yeah, those, those were good deals. Sean, anything Jeez, fun? Yeah. yeah, so me, business-wise, we've got a new extractor now, which uh, my guys are loving. And the thing about it is we got a good deal on it. But I did things a little different. So I knew our extractor we were going to be replacing soon. Uh, we had this one that was called the Thresher. It's actually amazing. But us finding parts for it now is, is difficult with everything going on because there's shortages, quote unquote. And uh, so anyway, we got a new extractor. But what I did, I called the guy that we got the 
other thresher from. And I asked him if he had any deals going on right now. And he said, yeah. So I said, okay, I called this other guy. I know that has a shop here too. I told him, uh, hey, listen, I can get you this wicked deal on this new extractor if you guys are looking to upgrade because we're upgrading too. Made him think that he was getting this deal because I was also upgrading at the same time. So he calls my guy, buys the extractor. And I asked him, I said, well, what are you guys going to do with your other ones? It's not broken. You're just taking this deal. He's like, well, you want to take it off our hands? So I got it for a fraction of the price. And my guys love that one. We had our eye on it for a while, but the shipping time is going to be too much. Anyway, I kind of did this like Black Friday scam kind of thing with this guy <laughs> and got his old extractor. But uh, it, it's called the, oh my gosh, we call it the Terminator, but it's the Termin the something. Terminator. Yeah, yeah, we call it the Terminator. I'm telling you, the vacuum on that thing, the suction is ridiculous, but it heats up in the water basin too. The other one was like that instant on demand heat. So it takes some time, you know, but uh, this one, it just stays hot all day long. It's so hot. You can see steam. Well, it's cold here. So we, you know, yeah. the that, but if you run out of water, then you got to wait for it to heat up. So that is the, that is the, the catch side of the inline True. heater versus yes. the tank heater. Except the tank heater we got takes a, hot a water, while to heat up. We have a 60 gallon hot water tank in our, our shop just for the extractor. So it's heating up water while that one's yeah see nice you know with with, with this technology nice. there's a lot of technology that's come out i can't wait till it hits detailing like you know carpet extractors that's the most bullshit technology fucking out mm -hmm. there I'm, I'm gonna tell everybody who's <laughs> listening to this out of all of detailing it's bullshit that you have to plug in your extractor and you have to wait a fucking hour for that mm. shit to get hot it's like at least 30 minutes right i'm, I'm not I'm yours not, takes I, about 20 30 minutes yeah okay, it's about 30 minutes right okay so 30 minutes, I got to sit there jerking around, yeah. wasting money, right? When there are water heaters in homes right now, tankless water heaters. I don't know if you guys have seen these. I've got one and, in my other house. Yeah, yeah it's like instant amazing. heat. It goes in, boom. It's yeah. like instant heat. I can't wait till that tech. Some, somebody well, mighty, I mean, mighty, which is a major extractor brand. I mean, that's, that's what an inline heater is with them. It's just like uh, the one you're talking about at the house. Mighty is it that, that. Is they, it that fast, like uh, instant? It's it's fast, but I find the the temperature like the one I have in my house. I haven't used the mighty, but the the one I have in my house, that? it's fast, but it does have limits on how hot it can get. Um, so it, I mean, it gets like instant hot. You touch it, you'll burn your hand, but it doesn't stay that temperature for the whole time. But uh, but that might be the residential ones too. Like I don't know, this one's designed to shower, not to you know, <laughs> not to loosen gunk. <laughs> Yeah, you know, out of carpets I, and stuff. So. I mean, overall, I thought Greg was going to go a different direction with the uh, extractors that leave the carpets so damp that you know there would be technology and extractors that would, you know, get the water Dry back out of the carpet. Yeah. yeah, or you know, there's there's chemical technology for the defoaming of an extractor. Where's the mm. chemical technology on? Maybe it's uh, solvents or something, but then solvents might damage the carpet fibers. I don't and, know, and but something, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. So what would help a carpet dry faster when using an extractor? So you didn't have to turn on a fan or didn't have to turn on the heater. Like, I think, I think if there's an extractor technology that would be beneficial would be the dry cleaning, which I guess some people would say that's why you would steam clean but you're not really pulling anything out when you're steaming, if you got carpet fibers. So, you know, being able to deep clean a carpet, but have it dry instantly, that is where I think the technology should go. Hmm. I, I would buy 10. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Any fun posts that you guys seen for me? I think uh, 
and interesting for me has been one where it showed, and this is, I guess it's coming out now more and more from, you know, different size. I, you know, I had a buddy that came into town as we all do for holidays. You know, normally somebody comes in, you, you go hang out for a little bit. You know, this, this buddy of mine, he's been a friend of mine since I was a little kid. Uh, I, I played on his, uh, it, it was a competitive baseball team. It was a big, big thing for us as kids to help propel a lot of stuff that we did. And, uh, so he, whenever he comes in, we still always go grab a drink, right. Or, you know, go hang out. We nice. always have to see each other. Well, he is extremely right wing political. Right. Wow. And one of those that, you know, is now starting to volunteer and work like, I mean, he is, he, he said he gave uh, he gave some money to a homeless guy that was holding a sign that said, let's go, Brandon. So he said he got out of his car and go gave him money. And he said when he drove off, he looked back and everybody else was giving him money. You know, he's, oh, out, of, he's out there in Phoenix. So, you know, he he uh, he says it's kind of a big deal there. Uh, but I, I think it's the, the let's go. Brandon thing is a big deal there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. You know, just 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 to let, just to let you guys know, I was just like. I, I ride my motorcycle sometimes to this area in Newport Beach, California. It's called Balboa Island. And like, like you got to have a lot of money to live here. Like, no joke. The houses are crazy expensive. Like, it's, it's like Barry McGuire, the owner of McGuire's, lived on the other side of Balboa Island. So, you know, it's pretty, it it's, pretty it's a pretty baller area, right? So, I'm, I, I'm at the end of Balboa Island. I get off my car. And it's so funny because these houses are million dollar like like multi-million dollar houses and every other house has a let's go brand and flag on it and then there's yachts going down the bay and they have huge let's go brand and flags on the yachts and it's so funny and it's like every yacht almost it's hilarious so it's funny that, that you mentioned that well it's it seems to be something that's that's interweaving i wonder if where we're at and everything in the world and politics and all that. This is a political episode by any means, but there was a, a post that I've seen, which I think is interesting that kind of ties into it is it talks about how strong men create good times, good times, create weak men, weak men, create hard times, hard times, create strong men. Oh, it's like, this, it's like a circle, a, a circle yeah. of strength or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and where, and I was thinking through like, okay, well, where are we at? Where have we been? What's what's it going on? And I don't not even really political, but in our industry, right? Think in the car care industry about the amount of good times that we just came out of. And it created a lot, a lot of weak people that were just so dependent on whether it's one form of technology or one product or you know, one thing that they were doing. It was now the hard times that starting to come, because let's be honest, 2020 was probably one of the best years to be in detailing where everybody else in a lot of parts of other industries were in trouble. Detailing skyrocketed. Why? Because everybody needed shit cleaned. It was perfect. You know, what has happened from that? Those good times, you know, might create some weak people. And what we're here to do today is to help, right? Help those weak mm -hmm. people. But before we jump into those, any, uh, any fun posts that you guys have seen? Oh, I got one right here. All right, cool. Or was it? Shit, I had it here. It disappeared. Because it was it was in the, the weak side or what? I know it was, it was, yeah, yeah. It was dang. You know, I actually closed it because it was it was on it was on Facebook. It was it was something to do with the car detailing. I'll let Sean go, maybe it'll come yeah. in my mind. <laughs> I I've been seeing a lot of posts lately. Um kind of before I used to see a, to show you the contrast, before I used to see a lot of posts where it sounded very beginnerish. 
I still see those, of course, you know, like how much should I charge for this or that, but I'm seeing a lot more people actually start to post things that are taking an interest in their personal training, you know, like guys asking, you know, like what kind of sales books are you guys reading and stuff like that. So that, that stuff's interesting to me, I find. Because, personal development. Yeah. Cause I'm huge on that. And I think that that's the biggest thing that, as you're saying with the, you know, the weak the people versus the strong ones, I think that's how you become stronger is that uh, by training yourself, like you are a muscle your your entire being you know and i think that so seeing those posts has been refreshing to me now i don't know if that's the algorithm changing because of things that i'm liking or whatever uh but i'm happy i'm not seeing more posts like what vacuum should i buy and so maybe it's because they already purchased the one on black friday they figured it out (laughs) yeah i I remembered what it was i found it again it was a picture of dr evil and he's on the phone and he says the fear is wearing off and then underneath it is his like evil woman villain partner. And she's yelling and says, release the variant. And I thought that, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty funny. That's I literally saw that in a detail chat group, which uh, Jeez, yeah, yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was funny. <laughs> and I guess because the UK right now is like locking down or something like that. Oh, so, no, not again. Yeah, yeah, so I guess I, a lot of people have been telling me that because I, I talked to other people in other countries and they were saying stuff like that. Oh, we're getting ready for lockdown number five. Yeah, us too. Yeah, we're in uh, uh, wave four. And wave four. officially now. Yeah, wave four, apparently. Like uh, we're, we're leveling up. I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, and the, it's the new Omnicore or whatever. I don't know. Some some damn thing. I don't know where they're coming up with these names. But anyways, uh, yeah, Omnicron, we're getting ready. Right. Omnicron, that's Omnicron. it. I, I can already tell because the schools, right? So when, when you have kids in schools, you get messages from the school board and they kind of start leading you down a path. You know, like uh, they're sending home personal test kits over the holidays. Uh, so that you can test your kids before they return to school after, you know, hanging out with their family. And when they start talking, those kinds of things, they're usually getting geared up to say, Oh, all the tests failed. we got to shut things down. And yeah, like, I can see that. Yeah. But this is great for detailers that are out there that are more oh. that are listening to this podcast right now. Uh, guess what you should be doing winter sanitizing uh, 100%. services clean your car to prevent the spread of the omicron make it an 100 you know it's funny you say that because i hear a lot of guys actually only only wash <laughs> the omni wash <laughs> i i see posts in the group where people are saying you know my business is slowing down and shutting down because i do ceramic coating uh you know it's getting cold it's there's winter this and, that. and i'm thinking to myself yeah but why don't you just do the interior of the car you know because that's something we do a lot of uh uber drivers things like that um, I, I don't know. People just need to pivot, switch gears. You know? well, Sean, that goes kind of to my point, right? It was such good times. This is what Greg and I called the ceramic coating bubble. Right? Mm. It was so good for people. Yeah, <laughs> they just went so hyper-focused. And I've been a yeah. proponent, uh, everybody, I mean, almost to a critique where people would like, wait, you don't think that you should even polish a car? I'm like, no, I, of course you got to polish a car, but do you need to go into all this correction? You need to go into all these layers. There was a guy posted, they did five layers of this with a top layer of that, right? Like, well, you can't ceramic coat until the top coat's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Takes that all off. (laughs) It's just ridiculous because they've gone so focused and didn't think big picture on Mm. what could really be happening, right? These great times, because you could, there was times, Greg, remember 18, 19, where you could just, Hey, I open up a store, I mean, sorry, open up a shop, 
and hey, I do ceramic coatings, and there was just, I mean, it was crazy. I drove by, I drove by a store the other day in another city. It's only like one city over from me. I was just driving, mm. and the business was called Coat Your Car, <laughs> and it all that all they did is just ceramic coating. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I don't know what they're doing, but that was their whole business. And I was thinking like, holy shit, like, do you remember cell phone cases, like stores and shit? Those went away. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's what like, putting your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Like, do you, guys, do you guys remember those, do you guys remember those kiosks for the Nokia phones? Yeah. Like, you could get like a whole new body for your Nokia phone. Yeah. 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 Customize like, it. And, and, and they, people had whole stores built off of that. What mm. happened the day the different phone came out? Boom. It was gone. Oh yeah, it's the same it's, thing with ceramic coatings. All right, so Sean, you mentioned uh, oh, you mentioned it's getting cold, and you're right. That's that's a post we're starting to hear. Listen, we hear this. This happens every year. People start making this post, but and it'll happen more and more. So as it starts getting colder, though, an interesting question was raised. It wasn't, "Hey, it's getting colder," you know, blah blah blah. It was, "Hey, it's getting colder." Should I lower my prices? Oh, what? Now, you should now, never lower your, you should raise your prices. Yeah. Now, yeah. Right. Talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a very, that's a very interesting thought process that somebody would go through, right? It's getting colder. Should I lower my prices? Because I guess heat should be increased. I don't like, right. I mean, you're, it's very yeah. confusing. Uh, go ahead. What are your thoughts, Sean? Okay, so being someone that has a shop somewhere that gets really cold uh, for, for much of the year, you know, I definitely don't lower the prices. We have winter prices and uh, we raise them. Absolutely. Uh, I get excited when it gets cold out because number one, people aren't going to wash their own cars because it's, it's brutal for them to do it themselves. Uh, but then also a lot of the mobile guys have to shut down and the ones that aren't innovative enough to think about, you know, partnering with a shop or something like that, um, they all shut down. So literally... 80% of our competition goes out the door, but the number of cars that need to be cleaned are still there. So it's just madness. Like our shop is insanely busy during the winter. Uh, we raise our prices. Uh, we just keep doing the same things, follow-ups with people. We, we do have promos, but what we'll do is if we have a promo, we'll jack up the price $100 and then offer a promo for $100 off. It's, it's that simple. So we're right back to where we were. Uh, but definitely, I think that there is enough work out there still, even if you're mobile, just have a little creativity. I was talking with a guy recently and I told him, he was, you know, there's no, no shops I can rent or anything like that. They're too expensive. I need a big lease. So at first start with places that do services that don't compete with you, try and lock in with them. So you could work there during the winter. They take a percentage. And then uh, he, he was, you know, not too sure about that. And I said, well, what about airplane hangers? He was right near an airport and he called the place and they were like, you know, as long as you have insurance and stuff, we have like some of the hangers, you could do some work in there and stuff. So there's creative ways of, thinking around it now you might not be in that kind of situation but definitely winter is not the time to lower prices i don't think so uh, that's never really a good solution to bring in more business um i i find it's unless you have the other pieces there but yeah you got to entice people in with with selling your value like, i'm gonna, what, I'm what gonna tell really everybody say? this i'll tell everybody this to go on with you if you didn't raise your prices 10 percent this year you took a pay loss you took a pay cut oh, of 20 percent not just a 10. You took a pay cut. So if, if you didn't raise your price this year to compensate for the inflation, um, you're losing money. You're going to make less money than you did last year. So just because it's cold does not mean lower your prices. Maybe cut some better deals, right? Mm. But do not lower your prices. Maybe include something for free. Give more value. 
That's what I believe in. So, yeah, explain a little bit more. I was going to ask, you know, you said include something, right? And we've talked about this, right? Like maybe if you're doing an interior, you know, include a, uh, a, a protection that you spray on the carpets or if you're doing the exterior, you know, put on a, a, a ceramic onto the, the glass or, yeah, you know, there's right. different things that can be added in. Is that, is that what you're meaning? Yeah, like let's say it's winter and you want to come get your car detailed and they want to come for a wax, give them a free upgrade to a sealant. Hey, it's winter. We're doing a free upgrade to sealant. Just come get a car detailed with us. Uh, mm. Or if they're doing an interior job, maybe throw in a free sanitation because the Omnicron is here, right? Do a mm. free sanitation to sanitize to protect against Omnicron. And there's a lot of surface sanitizers out there right now in the market that you can clean the interior with. All right. So what if, because, okay, those sound great, right? Like makes sense. But what if we don't really have anybody that's paying attention to us? We're just a, a, a small little company that whether we're mobile or a shop or a couple years old, maybe we're even three or four years old. And we've, we've had really great results over the past years. We haven't really needed to do much marketing, but suddenly there's something going on and we're like, okay, well, I need to get some people's attention. Right. And that's really what marketing is, is getting people's attention onto your business. So Greg, you are no doubt, as, as some people have said, the inside the detailing world, sort of the master at getting attention. So besides what you do, right? Cause you're, you're going to be a bit different than a detailer, but what would you recommend to a detailer that needs to get attention? You know, with the attention gaming, um, you want to do something different than what everybody else does. And, you know, I had a, I had a call from one of uh, the listeners actually on this, on this uh, show called me the other day and uh, we, he just wanted to ask me some questions about marketing. So I gave him some questions and we set up a consultation for next week to go over some more questions. But um, one of the questions were, were, that he was going was, is he wants people to know that he's the best, the best in his area. And I told him my, my biggest thing for getting pe people's attention is stop saying you're the best because, <laughs> because everybody is the best. It's always the best. And when I go to a detailer and I told him direct, and since it was a free consultation, I'll just give this free knowledge out there as well. When I go to a detailer, whether it's a $25 detailer or a $2,500 detail, detailer, I expect both of those jobs to be great. I, I, yeah. I, I never expected to go to a detailer and not get the best. I, I was like, hey man, I'm gonna call this detailer. I'm gonna get a mediocre wash today. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. You know, right? That's true. You want, even if it's a, even if it's a cheap job, you still want it to be good. Right. Yeah. And so I told the, the detailer, stop saying, stop saying you're the best and maybe start selling time, start selling that you save people time or convenience. Start, yeah. Another great one is most trusted, mm. the most trusted, you know, people trust us with their cars. Who gives a yeah. fuck? Who gives a fuck if they're the best? I'm the most trusted. People trust me. And that, that's what, yeah. that's what. Because uh, that also, in a roundabout way, tells them you're the best too, because you're the top choice for those people, right? Yeah, we do yeah. with our reviews. We rely heavily on that. We'll we'll let people know, you know, if they have questions about this and that. Be like, listen, you know, we have 750 plus five star reviews. 
in two years. Like the, those people made a decision and left a review based on their yeah. experience. Yeah. What's right, the so, Sean, how much did you pay for those? Curious. <laughs> $10 each. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now it's no. funny because that's what we were talking about yesterday. Is the, I got tagged in a post that was a, a a review from somebody, and they were asking my opinion. I left my opinion, and so we talked about that yesterday. And it's interesting. Uh -huh. Reviews are, you know, and you can you can buy reviews. You can you can get stuff like reviews are kind of interesting if they work or not. Uh, do you you find they definitely it to be work very very beneficial. Hundred percent. They definitely work for the SEO side, but but also it's not just getting reviews. It's the whole process of it. So we let our customers know when they leave, like leave us a review and detail the things that you liked in the review. So put, you know, like I like this or like that. So they mentioned people by name, things like that. And then we reply to each one. And so each one you can tell they're real because it's specific to their job and then our reply back and stuff. Uh, but the big thing is that I find it's not just the number. I hate when someone just leaves like just a five star they don't say anything because there's nothing I can really go on for that. But I like when people can read the experience, and I do feel it helps a lot. Uh, compared, our, our nearest competitor, they've been, I think they're 10 years in, something like that, and they have 130 reviews, and people mention it to us. They're like, well, the reason I chose you guys, I'd never heard of you guys until now, but you guys had so many reviews. You know, it's just that that trust, and they can see so many other people trust us with their car. And you got to think, like, we're seeing 25, 30 cars a day, so it's not difficult to build up your reviews pretty quickly. Yeah, you know what's a great thing to ask in winter? is get reviews. Go, everybody yeah. that's listening to this, if you're a small detailer in a small town and you're like, man, it's hard to get reviews, call all of your friends and say, hey, what's up, buddy? Can you just leave me a review? Help me grow. Mm -hmm. Do that 20 yeah. times. You'll get 20 reviews. I guarantee it. And they're going to be real reviews because they're your friends. They know that you run a great business. They've seen your work. So it's a genuine <clears throat> review. And uh, that's what I recommend to do. All right, but curious. So what about, because I joked, Sean, right? I joked, how much did you pay, right? But yeah, yeah. what about, and then this has been something that people say, so it's not rocket science, right? But what are your guys' thoughts on when somebody is going to purchase uh, that you say, hey, I'll give you X amount off or I'll, I'll throw in this additional fill in the blank if you'll leave me a review. What are your guys' thoughts on that? We, we don't do it at our shop uh, for a few reasons, but one is like you work hard to get a customer, right? Customer acquisition, it's expensive. Um, I feel that it kind of sort of negates the relationship that you've cultivated with that person. So you're trying to work on building a relationship of trust with that person. You know, they're leaving you with their vehicle. Well, you know, for a lot of people, that's their second most expensive asset. So I think that you know, for us anyways, we don't do it at all just because it, it's easy to get the review if you just do great work and then ask them. Like if you just say, we, we have a tip jar, but we have a lid on top of it and it's closed. And so people see it. And then we tell them, we're like, by the way, we have a tip jar, but we don't accept tips. We prefer Google reviews. That's our way of saying it. And we say, if you leave us a Google review, it helps a lot. And if you can mention the tech by name at the end of the month, we tally up, you know, how many reviews they were able to get. And then we give them bonuses. So it's, it's a nice way of asking them for it. And that, that right there, replay that because yeah. that I think would be really key for some people. 100%. When you're yeah. talking to a customer, what do you tell them? Yeah. So we say, uh, you know, hey, listen, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming in. We appreciate your business. Uh, if you enjoyed your service today, which I'm sure you did, the best thing you can do is instead of leaving us a monetary tip, you can leave us a review uh, and mention the tech that worked on your job site. You know, your tech today was, you know, Anthony. You worked on your car. Uh, so if you liked it, leave us a five-star review. We tally it up at the end of the month 
and we're going to pay Anthony a bonus based on the reviews that he gets. Yeah, I think that's the key part is letting them know that there's a comp- not a competition, but a reward, yeah. right? So that yeah. is, in a sense, the tip. Uh, exactly. The letting them know that their review actually means something for mm. the business, but also for the person that, you know, just worked and sweated buckets, you know, cleaning your car. It helps a lot. And I, I know like a lot that. of guys, they, they like tips. They say, oh, you know, it's a big part of my revenue, my income. But honestly, just just raise your prices 5%. Say no tip and and just go on. That's what we do anyways. We just don't don't take the tips, but uh, we, we prefer to do things that are going to build the business internally like that instead. I like that. All right. Cool. That is nice. That is good. I mean, yeah. if someone wants to send me a tip for this, this tip. <laughs> just the tip? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just the tip. Just the tip for you. Um, so, you know, it, it is interesting, though, where many of us are starting, Greg, and this is something that you and I have been very vocal about, is detailers getting the ability and taking the time to understand and develop then a marketing strategy around this platform that really only gives you about 15 seconds to put out a message. And the creativity that is involved inside of TikTok I have said, you've said, right, we've both been very vocal of why detailers should be on TikTok, right? If you're going to be um, detailing as an artist, and that's that's what I've always thought it is, right? Like detailing is our form of art. We're, we're, it's our expression of artistic. TikTok is the first, to me, platform that, geez, that we could dramatically excel at. Now, Instagram was good because we could take pictures. Right. And it was sort of that first. And we saw those 50 50s, right? Uh, that 50 50 explosion during Instagram was big, but it didn't actually give people the full insight of telling a story of walking through what it was to clean a car. And the amount of TikTokers that have blown up from that are, you know, quote unquote, you know, detailers or just car cleaners, right? Like it doesn't make sense that that would be a massive thing for TikTok. However, it is, there's, there's an incredible amount of views and people love watching results. People love watching other people clean cars, people love phone cannons. Uh, Greg, thoughts on TikTok as, as it continues to progress, what are some things that we should be doing on TikTok to get attention? You know, on TikTok is crazy because you, you have to do two things with TikTok. You need to do things to get attention. And then you need to do things to send your message because in reality on the feed, the for you feed, you're only getting those trendy type of posts. Like when people do those trendy dances or certain trends to sounds, you have to do those. And I talk to business owners and they're like, well, I'm 45 and I'm 50. I, I can't do that head bob dance thing that they're doing right now. And I ask them like, why not? Just do it. Do the head bob dance thing, make a post. And then the next two or three posts you make on TikTok, tell them, hey, this is Dickie's Detailing and we're over here at 520 Just the Tip Road. Come down and hang out with us. Just the tip from Dickie. You know, just do do a do a post like that. And, you know, but still go with the trend because people will follow the trend They'll be like, oh, dude, that guy's doing the trend. Let me follow him. And then once mm. they follow you, then you can get your message across. That we okay. Do but let's say we're absolutely fuck now. 
right? Fuck okay. no, I'm not doing a trendy thing, right? Okay. What about the green screen? We'll see Marty do it next week. <laughs> yeah, hell no. What about like, the green like I, I said, then the reason why, and I listen, that's why I always say Greg was up there early. I we were both early trying to tell people on TikTok. My daughters were using it when it was music.ly, right? Like so I've I've been head. into the, the platform for since its early beginnings. Um yeah. and I really have enjoyed it, but it is difficult for me as an older guy, right? Like trying to understand it. So I had to spend a lot of time trying to figure it out. Um, there's no way in hell. And that's what everybody always said. Well, I, I don't dance or I'm not going to sing like me neither. No fucking way. Right. Mm. Uh, what about the green screen, Greg? And how can we use things like on a green screen or the cars that we're cleaning? You know, what are some ways to, besides dancing? Right? You what, yeah. You, you know, you know, what's great is with TikTok is you don't even need to be in the video. And I was showing, I was doing consult, some consulting with somebody for some marketing and I was showing them how to make TikTok videos without even being in the video. They were like, I'm too old. Nobody wants to see me. I'm ugly. And I'm like, yeah, I know you're ugly. I don't want to see you either. But here's the thing. I'm going to show you how to make a video where no one will see you. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, here we go. So we made a video, we recorded stuff, and then we added voice text to voice over the video. Mm. And, and I'm like, look, we're going to add, choose different, different voices. Who, who, who will connect better with your audience? Will it be this guy or will it be this English girl? And he's like, oh, this is a good idea. I'm like, yeah, you could just make 20 of these a day. It takes you 30 seconds, you know, 20 of these a day. That's only like 10 minutes out of your life if they're 30 second videos. So just do the, the small amount of work and take your business to the next level. You never have to be in front of a camera. Sean, okay, so let's say we do that. We build up a, a TikTok. We build up some people that are starting to look at us. We're getting a little bit of attention. What do we do with it? funnels? <laughs> yeah, so uh, put them in a funnel. They got to go in a sales funnel. Absolutely. And so, you know, through different platforms, if someone's comfortable with TikTok or Instagram or whatever it happens to be, you have to find a way to get their information. And you do that by contact, you do that by reaching out. Or you do that by having a place that they can go to give you their information. You got to ultimately get their name, phone number, email. That's the goal. If you can get those three pieces of information, you can close that sale and you can sell them anything you want. Um, so that's the goal. Get that information. You're a hunter-gatherer at that point. Now you've got to, you know, club them over the head, bring them back to the cave, and they got to do something. So that's where get them into a funnel, collect that information. <laughs> that's as, that's what I say. So everything that we do is it's always getting them to somewhere, whether we're doing print marketing, we have QR codes that, you know, scan this and get a coupon code or they, they come by the shop. You know, there's stuff in the waiting room, scan this, um, you know, enter your email here. We have a little kiosk. They can, you know, put in some stuff. It, always just try and get that information. Always. Uh, do you think, uh, is it a DM when somebody likes our video? I, I would. Yeah. And the whole thing is try stuff, right? Like not everyone's going to react to a DM. Some people will. So send a DM. Then if they, they don't hear from you, one thing that works well, <laughs> I've actually been using this a lot. I learned it from my buddy, Jordan. Uh, he has a sales academy and he has this whole training thing. But anyway, I've been, uh, so you send a DM to somebody and then if they, they're not responding, anything like that, uh, he's got this meme and you send them, it's, a, it's the skeleton waiting on the bench. And then it says, you know, like me waiting for you to open up your DMs and no joke. Like when everything's like serious, serious, like, hey, you know, like uh, I own this shop or whatever. You send them something like that, gets them laughing. They, they write back. It's it's funny. They're like, man, that was hilarious. I didn't think I'd get that from a business, you know, stuff like that. So just some thinking out of the box. But that skeleton has definitely closed me thousands of dollars. 
Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. I, I, I've curiously wondered that myself because, you know, as you grow TikTok, you see people liking stuff. How yeah. do you ever get somebody that just clicks a like or that you know somebody watches your video and you, you've got their attention, but how do you actually move that person over to a sale? Greg, what have you found as, as moving people over from a TikTok video where they like something that gets them into what Sean's talking about, the funnel that we've, the three of us have talked through? How do you get somebody from TikTok over to a funnel? You know, you have to do a call to action. And I like to do the call of action of just go to our website, right? Go visit our website. I want to try them. My goal is to get everybody that goes to our TikTok to just buy at least one thing from us, just one thing, you know, a towel, something. At least if they buy one thing from us, they're now in our funnel. Like they're almost like, in like, a, they're almost like a permanent funnel. You know, I got stuck. <laughs> Forever. I got, yeah, I got, I got, you know, I got stuck in this Dr. Squatch funnel. Look at this. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Squatch. It's been like weeks and weeks. Yeah, I just, I, I'm, I, I was stuck <laughs> in it. And so I was, I was working with, with the guy who does email campaigns over here. And I was like, look, I got stuck in this fucking Dr. Squatch funnel because, because, um, he was, he was telling me, he's like, we're sending out too many emails. People don't want an email every day. And mm. I said, well, yeah, but it's important that we send out emails every day. And he's like, well, other companies, they might not do that. And I said, okay, well, look, I got stuck in this Dr. Squatch funnel and they sent me six emails in one day from an abandoned mm. cart. The car, like I left the cart unchecked yeah, out. Yeah. They sent me six emails in one day. Just boom, Jeez. boom, 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 boom. I was like, whoa, man. It's like, I'm being pounded left and right. Buy your yeah, stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> stuff like that. Um, if, if you just get them to your website, just get them there. They're, they're going to be with you. You know, you just get them in your email campaign, get them to your store, try to get them to come to you. Do you have a store that you do your detailing services at? Get them to come to your store. Do you have a website that you sell stuff? Get them just to go to your website so that they're there at one time. And then once they get to their store, once they get to your, your store, your detailing shop, uh, get them to sign up on your email list and give them like a 15% discount right there. Boom. Hey, we'll get 50% off today if you sign up on this email list. Okay, boom. Done. So easy. Um, it, it sounds right sounds simple but it's it's a lot of work when you just talk about all the different things that uh that you had to put together in order for that one moment to happen right there has to be a campaign there has to be a tiktok made there has to be a reach out like once again anybody that's curious about a funnel and all that go back to the episodes that sean and greg and i did uh, also chris hopped in talking about websites right great info there you know marty that's good that you said that and a lot of people that are listening to this, they're either business owners or they want to become business owners. And, you know, Steve Jobs said the, the best thing, I'm not the player, I'm the, or I'm the conductor. I'm conducting this orchestra, right? Mm. And if you're a business owner, you're conducting this orchestra. You got to play, you have to know how to play all the instruments, right? So if somebody's watching this and you're, and you're listening to Marty and you're like, damn, that's a lot of shit I have to do. If you're thinking that in your head, go work for someone else today. Go work for someone else for the next year and then come back, re-listen to this podcast and then start your business. I guarantee you'll be 50 steps ahead yeah. and trying it's to struggle true. through another you know, year. Greg, it is funny. Is it's, Sean will understand this because we've been chatting about it. Um, so my girlfriend just recently bought a house cleaning business. 
Right. She bought it. Bought it. It was already established. Established. What was the What was the business setup? Sorry, I'm asking. Is that you know like, house cleaning? Like yeah, like what, like how many employees were there? Was it like oh, I don't, a couple. But the the point of what I was going to say is is she has then started to go, baby. I'm working so hard, right? I'm doing this. I got like all this stuff, and it's just week what yeah. two, and already oh, a yeah. little bit of like wow, this is so much to do. And they're just, right. She moved over from a girl that was working for somebody to mm. taking an opportunity of another company that was needing to make some adjustments. And she was able to absorb and buy a customer base and buy a business. It's great. But didn't realize yeah. how difficult it a lot is of work. To, right? Yeah. And a lot to of your point, you right? to your point, there's so many people that get into it and go, Man, I, I don't have attention. I, do I lower prices during, you know, during the cold times, right? A little bit of difficulty starts to happen. And is the person weak or is the person strong? Some weak people could be weak for just a moment and they don't realize how much progress they have in the opportunity, which she does, right? So mm -hmm. she, she realizes the work, but understands because she comes from... <laughs> comes from Brazil and to be able to have a, a business in the U S is, I mean, that's, that's mind blowing for so many Unheard people. Of, yeah. And so she understands what it's going to take and where she's going to go. Mm. But many of us don't. And we start to go into it. Well, yeah, because it's so easy to get into it. Right. But then we start going, Oh, wait a second. Oh, I've got this. Go oh God. Oh my, is so much to do. And we could start thinking, Hmm. It's not a whole lot of progress happening. Should I do what Greg just said, quit and go work for somebody, right? Nick, who's my partner, says that all the time, right? It's hard to do. So just go work for somebody. Mm. There's plenty of business owners that should just go work. Uh, we talk, uh, Greg, you and I talk because uh, we're big Gary V fans, right? He says oh, yeah. the example that, hey, number 15 in Facebook makes a lot more money than you do. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Number yeah, 48. Yeah. Right. Like anybody you Very could true. be you could be really great inside a company working for somebody and you can. Right. So yeah. if you're somebody that's questioning your decisions, you're questioning, should I continue? It's getting cold. I don't have attention. Oh, shit. I got built like you could you could take this yeah. time to go. Fuck it. I'm out. And there's plenty of people that do. But. If you have that little bit inside of you that goes, oh, hell no, I ain't giving up. Then Sh Sean and Greg, give us your opinions on what it will take for that person to not give up and push forward. And what, let's go through what we just said, right? Like not only having the ability to cling, not only being the quote unquote, right? Not being the best, but being specific in what you do in something then you've got to create content around it then you've got to edit that content then you've got to put it out then you i mean there's all these different things that go to do we see this big task ahead of us what would help us encourage us greg to not give up you need to do it I, i've experienced this this situation and you need to actually realize that if people are running a business that if business is like a book and just because someone else is on chapter 20 doesn't mean you are, you might be on chapter three. And mm. 
there's a lot more stuff that you need to add to that book in chapter 20, but you don't need to add it now in chapter three. So you need to start out smaller and add compartmentalize as you can and compartmentalize that type of problem. Because Explain what that means. Explain so what that means. Let's say that you're running a business and you're like, oh shit, okay, I got this business now and I need to find customers and I need to market and I need to, and I need to hire employees and I need to run all these employees, all these different things. You need to pick like the two or three things uh, that you could do and focus on those and then add one once you've mastered those. Like uh, a good example, let's say you're running a hot dog stand. Okay, so you got the hot dog stand. The first thing is you need to master the, the cooking of the hot dogs. Okay, I got that down. Now I'm selling the hot dogs. So now I got people coming to my hot dog stand asking for hot dogs. I need to handle that line of people first. So now I got to master the cooking and the line. And once those are mastered, now I can go start advertising. So now I'm going to have another guy hold a sign to bring me more customers. But you don't want to do it in that order or out of that order, because if you do, you will be overwhelmed. You need to master each step first and then before the next yeah. yeah. And so that's why a lot of these companies, they, they tell, they tell small businesses, you need to be using Google maps or uh, Google ads. You need to be using Facebook ads. You need to be using all these different ads and you need to be having a guy outside with a sign. And these mm -hmm. business owners, they seem overwhelmed. They're like, Oh fuck. Like this is a lot of shit. <laughs> this is a lot of shit. And in reality, they should just pick one and get, get that for a little while and then add another. Don't, be overwhelmed with all this stuff that you need to do. Yes, you will need to do it, but do you need to do it right, right now? No, but you need to do it. Okay. The, the so take little baby steps. Don't yeah. get discouraged. Sean, I know you got to run. Go pick yeah, up I got to go for your my kids. kids. Yeah, yeah, give, yeah, us, give us your 30 seconds my, of encouragement. My 30 seconds, yeah. my 30 seconds is exactly that. Make a list and work the list. It's work really list. that simple. So for me, I make two lists. I have one that's my short term and then I have my long term. And my long-term is going to contain mini lists, if you will, of things I need to do. Like if I need to learn to do TikTok, okay, so I got to learn the program or hire somebody or things like that. Uh, but really just outline what you need to do to track customers or what you want to try and then start knocking those off piece by piece. But the key thing I would say is identify things that you can capably do yourself and then find and identify the things that you need to get done to support that or that you need to get done that you can't do and try and find people to do it. That could be through partnerships or agreements or maybe work swapping, or that could be through just direct hires, internal hires or contractors. So it's, that's, those are the pieces and that's the steps you gotta do. Like me, my stuff, and maybe, maybe you're right, maybe working for someone else makes more sense too. Like one of my sales guys makes six figures a year plus bonuses and he's, he's working for a company, you know? And so yeah. it's, it's possible to make good money working for somebody else. But if you want to have the other benefits that come with being self-employed and run a business, then uh, you got to start learning how to wear those other hats. You're not, you're not a detailer, you're a business owner. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. yeah. Like just, just straight up. I'm, I'm looking for a team member right now to I do have to run. Sorry guys. Yeah, right. He has to run. Yeah. With the run. That's we'll it. see. We'll see it. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll uh, guys. Thanks so much. Appreciate your week and uh, go pick up your kids and uh, we'll see yeah. y'all next week. That yeah. was good. All right, thanks, guys. She's scared to drive the truck. That's what it is. <laughs> no worries, man. Have a great day. I guess we'll see everybody next week. Come, huh, Artie. All right. Definitely. <laughs>